Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, Come Be My Light, The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 5. Delay no longer, keep me not back, longing to bring the light of Christ, the light and salvation of souls, the satiating of Christ's thirst for love in souls. Is this not grave enough? Mother Teresa. Section 1, Back to Calcutta. In July 1947, Mother Teresa returned to the Intelic community in Calcutta. This change took place at the intervention of her superior general, who believed that Mother Provincial was mistaken in her estimate of Mother Mary Teresa. For her part, Mother Teresa simply obeyed, trusting that through all these happenings, God was working out his plan. Upon arriving back at St. Mary's, though no longer principal of the school, she resumed most of her previous activities. She began teaching and looking partly after the boarders. Those around her, while continuing to admire her generosity and the influence she had on the girls, still had no idea of her new call. Shortly after coming back, Mother Teresa met with her spiritual director. It had not occurred to her that the order he had given her in June to drive away as temptations all thoughts connected with the work was merely one more test of the genuineness of her call. Despite the intense struggle it had caused her, she had obeyed, giving further proof of the supremacy of God's will in her life. She admitted to Father Van Exum, You told me not to think of the work. Whenever the thoughts used to burn with the longing to offer all, to be his victim in every word, I used to do violence to myself and begged him not to let those thoughts come because I wanted to obey. And like a little lamb, he used to obey, too. How often, how very often, he complained of delays. For whenever he asks for something, he says, people get extra careful about many things. But if the world asks the things, they are done so quickly. Learning of her heroic effort, Father Van Exum acknowledged to the Archbishop, I know now that she really tried to obey and did obey. He thus decided to alter his directives, telling her to go on rejecting all thoughts of the work, but to admit all that unites her more to our Lord. Not only did Mother Teresa's spiritual director exact strict obedience from her, so did the voice which spoke to her on one occasion after her return from Asensol. She confided to Father Van Exum Jesus' words. People think that you were sent here to teach, 
and you do well in doing the work with the whole of your heart. But this was not the aim of my heart. I brought you here to be under the immediate care of your spiritual father, who will train you in the ways of my love and so prepare you to do my will. Trust him completely and without any fear. Obey him in every detail. You shall not be deceived if you obey, for he belongs to me completely. I shall let you know my will through him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God had a purpose in bringing Mother Teresa back to St. Mary's, the school she had been at. Why did she leave there? Because her provincial thought that there was something untowards, something maybe suspicious about the relationship she had with Father Van Exen. And why did she think that? Well, because after the Inspiration Day, after Mother Teresa began to experience this call within a call, when she would go to confession to Father Van Exum, they would have long conversations. And other sisters noticed that they had these prolonged conferences, and they began to wonder if there was some kind of attachment there. Not necessarily something romantic, but something that was unhealthy, possibly. And so her provincial decided that she would transfer her, get her away from Father Van Exum. Well, Somehow, some way, the superior general in Rome came to a different conclusion. And so she brought her back. Now, the official reason was because they needed her to teach. And all of this providence, all of this arrangement by our Lord, was so that she could be reconnected with Father Venexen. There was still something that she needed to learn from him. There was some kind of help that he could give her. Our Lord does not only speak to us through his direct inspirations. He also can speak through the church. The same Lord who spoke in the Gospels speaks to us above all at the Mass when the priest says, this is my body and this is my blood. And the Church, as his bride, as his body, as one mystical person with him, has the ability to act in his name. He who hears you, hears me, Jesus told his apostles. He who hears you, hears me. And so we have to Look for all the ways that our Lord is speaking to us. 
And in the case of Mother Teresa, she had this special connection with Father Van Exen, and God was making use of him. He was the instrument that God was using to authenticate the genuineness of Mother's call. He was the instrument for testing her, for training her, for preparing her for her work. And so God, working through secondary causes, brought her back to Calcutta so she could be close enough to consult him more frequently. God works through secondary causes. He's the primary cause. Everything in our life, every cross, every difficulty, every surprise, falls under his providence. And he is good, and he is powerful, and he is merciful. And he's also very wise, infinitely wise. And so whatever cross he sends us has a purpose. Whatever event in our life that seems to be mysterious has a purpose. God does nothing in vain. There are no accidents in Firth God. It might seem to us like fate or chance or luck. But our Lord knows what he's doing. He knows what he's about. Let us ask Mother Teresa to pray for us. As we ponder the mystery of Mary's fiat, Mary's yes. As we ponder Mary giving herself to the work of Jesus on the Annunciation. So let us give ourselves to Jesus too. Let us give ourselves to his work. Whatever you want from us, Jesus, we also want. But help us to be docile. Help us to trust you and to trust all those that you've put in our lives who are meant to guide us. No man is an island, Mother used to say, quoting John Donne. No man is an island journeying the life alone. But our Lord has given us his mother and she will guide us. And she will guide us through the church. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.